and good Monday to you, sir. How you doing, dude? What's up, C. Rosie? I'm checking to see how I look today. It's very early for us. I know. It is a little early. We're, yeah, we're an hour early. I appreciate everybody moving up to time today. That's because I have to take a podcast with Alex Verdugo, the Boston Red Sox, coming up at the top of the hour. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Um, let's try and get through as much stuff as we can because there was a ton of shit that happened this weekend. Let's start with Shohei Otani, who announced last Friday he's going to be joining us for the Home Run Derby <clears throat> out in Denver. Can't yep. wait for that. And then he celebrated by blasting homer after homer against the Tigers. You can only pick one. Is Otani overrated or underrated? I mean, he can't be overrated, Chris. He cannot be overrated. I don't think we understand or fully can comprehend just how special he is. I know a lot of people, you know, on our, on my timeline at least, always are saying that. Like, we can't comprehend how good this guy is. But really, we've never seen anything like this. Nope. You know, you can compare it to, like, guys doing – two sports almost like like a Bo Jackson I don't I don't know if I'd go that far because that's like the most incredible thing in my mind what Bo Jackson did but to be able to do it on both sides of the ball the guy's got a one dot OPS Chris then he turns it on every fifth night throws a hundred he's got a two seven he's it's incredible he's like what all the big leaguers are in high school but he's doing it at the major league level the highest form of baseball in the dang world so i think until we see like a few seasons of this he's going to continue to be underrated just because it's so new to us and so foreign to us okay i just want to give you his his week in in the show last week let's do it tuesday homer wednesday homer thursday winning pitcher six innings one run five k's friday two homers saturday homer sunday homer he has a two six war as a position player, that's because, you know, war factors in heavily on the defensive side. He doesn't play a position. So when mm-hmm. you're just talking about swinging the stick, it's 2-6. As a pitcher, it's 1.9. Now, I don't know if we should put those together and make him a 4-5 war player. I, I think yeah, You I, do. I, you do. I'm going to. Why not? He leads, every, he leads the entire baseball world in war right now. You absolutely put those together. Yeah. He is severely underrated. There's no question about it. Imagine if he was playing on the East Coast where you don't lose, you know, his fourth, third and fourth at bats, you know, I mean, because that's happening at midnight Eastern. People would just be salivating. It would be all over the national news what he is doing. I don't know why people aren't making a bigger deal out of it. It's unreal to be one of the best hitters in the game, to be one of the best pitchers in the game is remarkable on its own right. To combine the two is something we've never seen before. I rooted for it the minute he got over here. He was terrible in that first spring training. We were all like, oh, maybe he should go to the minors. Now he's doing this. Enjoy it. Soak it in. I can't wait to see him in Denver. I can't wait either. We're going to catch some of his homers. Believe it. Well, you haven't seen my hands. I'm going to let you do the catching. I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll hand, hand it to you on the run. slide. Then you could be like, okay, I got that one. I'll be like, bro, great grab. Good work. <laughs> All right, number two, did you see who has the best winning percentage in the American League after this weekend? That would be the Houston Astros for the first time this season. They have won seven straight. They pulled into a virtual tie with the A's atop the American League West. They just swept a four-game set at home against the Chicago White Sox. Is this indeed the best team in the American League? I think so. I mean, the funny you mentioned that. I mean, they are ahead just a, a smidge on the uh, win-loss percentage, so they're mm-hmm. above the A's. But, I mean, that's the thing is they went into – or they were in Houston, Chicago, Houston, and the A's. 
probably the top three teams in the AL. Rays, too. I mean, there's some good teams. But to go and have one of the best teams come into your house and sweep in a four-game set is mm-hmm. is incredible. And uh, we, we've talked about him a bunch on this on this show because I, I do love the team. Now they get Lance McCullers Jr. back, which helps an already stellar starting rotation. Like they, We thought they were going to be down and out after that. They found a way to continue to thrive. The bullpen was great. Pressy came in one game, struck out three dudes. I mean, and they beat they beat our Lance Lynn, dude. If you can beat Lance Lynn, I'm yeah. giving you a bunch of credit. So I think they are the best team in the AL. I think there's two or two or three other teams that are right there with them, and they're gonna have to keep pace. But what they've been able to do on they're the most complete team in the AL for sure. There you go. So offensively. We know they've always been able to rake, and people can make fun of them and say the banging of the trash cans back. You can say whatever you want. Fine. The numbers are the numbers right now. They lead uh, baseball and batting average. They lead in OPS. Uh, they lead in runs scored. But if you look at the pitching staff, they are top 10 in ERA. They lead the American League in batting average against. Uh, do they need an extra arm or two in the bullpen? Sure. Go for it. Why not? What contender doesn't need it? But this is a really good team that's going to be right there. Now, I'm not going to push Oakland out. They lost a couple of tough ones in the Bronx over the weekend. So, you know, okay, whatever. I think the A's are going to be there all all year. So I'm not even so sure that the Astros are going to end up winning this division. They're playing great baseball. But as of right now, yes. But that is always a rotating flip-flop for me. Always. Yeah, I mean, that, that those two teams out west, I can't wait to see them. I hope, I hope they play in September. I haven't looked at the schedule. I hope there's some games. I'm sure they do. They have September to yeah, they usually try to. But, yeah, I haven't looked at them as the uh, schedule either. All right, let's move on to the team that had the best winning percentage in the American League and all of baseball until they dropped six in a row. It's the Tampa Bay Rays. What is the bigger story, that they have fallen out of first place in the American League East and seem to be sliding, or that the number one prospect in baseball, Wander Franco, is getting the call and you will see him in a major league uniform for the first time Tuesday? I'm not so worried about their slide. I mean – it was to the Mariners. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so yeah, I, I will say the bigger news is Wander Franco, just because it seems like we've been waiting for this guy forever. I know he's like he just turned twenty years old, so that sounds yeah. a little bit ridiculous to say that. But I mean, everyone knows who Wander Franco is. Any baseball fan, you've heard this name before. Now we're going to get to see him at the big league level. Now I don't think he's going to be some savior. I, I, I want to caution everybody. You know, we saw this with Kellenic too. Like we can't put so much pressure on this guy to come save the season. Like, I did let that. Him yeah, let this guy get up there, get his feet wet, and like get accustomed to the big leagues. There might be a first couple really good games, and he might struggle a little bit, but I think he's good enough to figure it out. And they do need a little bit of a spark. So I will yes, say he, he'll come, give him a little bit of a spark. Hopefully he has that initial success. And the, what, what Tampa does so well is they just let people be themselves. And I think like that's a perfect situation for him to thrive in. Although, like I, like I said earlier, I don't want to put too much pressure on the guy. Uh, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what he can do. So you mentioned that they've been sliding. They have a 661 team OPS in the month of June. Uh, Wander Franco over 950 in, uh, in the minors. He actually yep. skipped double A, went to triple A. He was the youngest player in that league and was still raking. So I can't wait to see what he brings. Plus, I didn't realize how huge the guy was. Like, I've seen him in a baseball uniform. Yesterday, they, they put out the announcement that, you know, he got cool. in front of his team and got, promo- you know, got promoted and he spoke in front of the team. I was like, holy shit. Like, that guy should be a <laughs> linebacker on the Buccaneers in his off time. I mean, he is jacked, dude. He's, he's got some of them rose muscles. 
Yeah. And and this is funny because in the chat right now we're seeing he's a raised prospect, so he'll immediately win a Cy Young as a position player. Ah. Hey, that's true. Like, if there are prospects that you want to trust, it's when the Rays bring them up. Like, they, they know how to develop talent, scout yeah. talent. So I'm excited to see him. I won't be, you know – I'm not going to freak out if he struggles at all. Nobody here. If you listen to the Chris Rose Rotation IG live show, just remember, we're not freaking out if he struggles a little bit. It's going to happen. Oh, I'll freak out. I'm, I'm full freak out <laughs> mode. That's just how I roll. Uh, by the way, if I were to answer the question, I am more worried about the Rays. I don't know how they're going to replace our boy Tyler. Yeah, I know. I know. He just went on the 60-day injured list. By the way, we are taping a podcast with Glass this week. We'll get an update on his health, um, see if he regrets anything that he said. Last week after he got injured, all sorts of stuff that's going to be released later this week. So look forward to that. Uh, Washington Nationals um, did a number on the Mets, and in particular, Kyle Schwarber, five homers over the last two games to tie a modern-day Major League record. They're only five out in the division. But if things go sideways, what is the perfect landing spot for Schwarber, who inked a one-year deal, uh, if he does get dealt? Man, I, you know, this sounds stupid because they're tied with the Nationals in record, but I think the Braves have a spot for them. Oh, God, there's no way they can. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. They're in the same position, but, like, are the Nationals going to stay in it? I think the Braves are going to continue to push. They're my team, Chris. I know they are, but do you think that they would – I mean, listen, it's only a one-year deal. It's a one-year so deal. Like so, like, yeah, he's not Ryan Zimmerman. Like, this guy's a rental piece. You can go out and give him to the Braves. I don't know, man. That I, I was looking around the league, like, I'm thinking maybe the Yankees, but they have a logjam out there kind of when everyone's healthy. Yeah. So, in my opinion and, and the stuff that I've been reading, the Braves – Seem like a interesting landing spot for him. How about that? Yeah. And they're tied for the Nationals with the same record. One team will dump. The other team is adding. Baseball's crazy. Oh, man. Our guy who's usually in the chat, ASD, Fayou, sorry. You played against Schwarber in fantasy this week. That was fun. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> sucks. Um, I've got two quick teams for you, okay. one in each league. Chicago White Sox. I don't know what's happened to our, mean, our man, Yermin Mercedes, ever since Tony LaRusso like publicly called him out. But he's got barely a 700 OPS, uh, and it's tumbling. Andrew Vaughn, same deal. I know that he was a top five selection, but maybe he needs a little more time. Plus, they've got two banged up outfielders uh, in the National League. You ready? Giants. I know, I know that Lamont Wade has played great out there and, but he's 27 years old. I don't know. You know, there's not much pedigree there or track record. He's got over an 800 OPS. So I know Giants fans are going to start screaming at me, Rose, what are you doing? We're perfectly fine there. If you're looking for a guy who's seasoned and has been there and has been through the battles and the playoff runs, maybe this is a guy you'd put out there. Just a thought. In I case the Giants want to stay in this thing. Wait, wait. I thought the Giants were selling all their pieces. Hey, I just want to throw it out there. We're now past the mid-June mark. I'm starting to believe. I, yes. I don't know if I've fully turned the corner, but I'm just saying it. I believe, I'll believe. i tell you why you should believe, Chris, because it is officially summer today, and the Giants have the best record in the big leagues. I know. They don't need to add anybody. I do like – your White Sox prediction. I think okay. that is a perfect landing spot for him. So, they, especially after getting swept by the Astros, they're like, damn, we need a little something-something. 
go get you some Swarber. Or the Braves. Hey, that'd be hilarious. But I like the White Sox better. Good answer, Chris. All right. All right. What was the most painful watch in baseball on Sunday? Was it the A's grounding into a game-ending triple play in the Bronx? Was it Arizona losing a franchise-worst 17th straight game? Or was it at the College World Series, that umpire who took a nut shot while wearing a microphone? We all heard the, <laughs> Those are all really bad, okay? But I'm going to speak to one that I've, I've been a part of, and that's that triple play. You know, the A's fight back. They get two guys on against Chapman in the Bronx trying to salvage a series. And then it's just the perfect storm. Urshela is up because Murphy's like, he could, there's only a one-run lead, so he could bunt. We're not sure how they're going to play it. Ends up getting jammed. Basically, it's basically a double play. Right, you just hit it right to the bag. All he has to do is just take one step to the right. And talk about, like, getting two runners on against Chapman. Let's go. Everyone's up in the dugout, fired up. Yankee Stadium is quiet. And then one swing of the bat, the game is over. That's tough. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, good for the Yankees. Third triple play this season. First team since Crazy. 2016 White Sox to turn three in a single season. I've never heard – I've seen plenty of catchers and umps take nut shots, right in the <laughs> onions. I've never heard it while a guy is mic'd up. So to hear the guy go, <laughs> uh, don't worry, check that okay. But I knew you were going to pick that one. I knew you were no, going to pick No, I'm not picking it. There's nothing oh. more painful than what's going on in Arizona. I, I know a lot of those guys out there. We both know Tori Lovello very well. The people behind the scenes, the players, like good dudes. I, I don't wish this on anybody. They dropped 40 of 45 games. Dude, they've won, 40, they've won five games in the last, like, six weeks. That's horrible. I'm looking at the expanded standings right now, and it's, it's, it is tough to look at. Yeah, I can't, I can't look at it. All right, last one. Uh, uh, not a good weekend for the Reds out in San Diego, but they did give us the best memory of the weekend. It was Joey Votto. First of all, the explosion on Saturday. We rarely get ejections that are that testosterone-filled. So Votto got it, the heave-ho in the first, which was amazing to see. But then we saw that little girl, his biggest fan, Abigail, wearing the Joey Votto shirt, crying her eyes out. He sent her a signed ball, apologizing that he wasn't there to play the entire game. What was the best part of, of that whole story, in your opinion? You know, I think people don't – players don't think about that enough. And there is a quote – I forget who it is. Someone, someone an old, an old-timer baseball player said, I got to play hard because I don't know who's in the stands watching me for the first time. That was Kirby Puckett who said Kirby that. Puckett said that. I knew I should know that. Okay. <laughs> Heard that a lot in Minnesota. But, right. like, players don't think about that enough. And here that situation comes to life. Joey's there. It's not like Joey's, you know, doing anything wrong. You know, just gets wrong, gets a little too fired up. Which, by the way, Joey Votto's been fired up a lot lately. Yep. Maybe he switched his coffee. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> But, you know, players don't think about that enough. And there are days, man, it's such a long season that you kind of just go through the motions or whatever. And it could be like your biggest fans, only time they ever see you live. So I think as players, we need to have that in our mind at, at, at all times. But I love, like, what happened afterwards. Like, he gets her the ball. Next day, I think they gave her tickets to come back. Right Joey meets her. Did you see the picture, like, that they took together, like, from the mom's point of view? Yeah. The smile on that girl's face. Right. That's what everything is all about. That's why we play the game. We do it for the fans. It's an entertainment business. And then to make a little girl's day like that, turn something that was like a brutal thing for her into something she'll remember forever. Joey Votto, you're the guy. What? What? He's a yeah. stud. 
and and just to put the cap around the story, yesterday was Father's Day. Joey Votto lost his father, and you know he actually met with the media before the game because I think he wanted to talk about it and, and the incident and everything. And he said, you know, my mom always told me that I had my late father's temper. So would he have been <laughs> proud of me? He sat and he paused and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, he would have. <laughs> yeah, he would have." <laughs> but. He's the best, man. He, he He's hilarious, best, dude. He is so good. All right, what do you have coming up on John Boy Media on this Monday? Uh, I'm going out to do the series recaps. I want to go back to our last question just real quick. Diamondbacks in one-run games, they're 2-16, and 16, Chris. Is that bad? Ow. <laughs> That's really man. bad. But I got yeah, that. Wanna... We got a, got a sequence coming out tomorrow. Series recap today. You know, we're, our week is good, and then we're getting ready, man. We're almost uh, at that all-star break time. We'll be in Colorado together. I can't wait for that. Yeah, what do you got? unreal. All right, so there's the latest episode of the Rose Rotation that just dropped. An amazing story from Todd Frazier about Joey Votto. He joins myself and Stephen Brault. It's a really good episode. For those of you that don't know, Frazier um, right now is getting ready to join Team USA over in Japan for the Olympic team. Um, he also tells us some – everybody knows that he won the Little League World Series you know, for Tom's River, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. There are two other facts you do not know about him as a kid competing at the highest level. Amazing stories. You know, he's one of the best storytellers in baseball. Um, and so it is a really, really fun episode. And then as uh, far as stuff I'm taping, as I mentioned, top of the hour, uh, I'm going to be chatting it up with Alex Verdugo of the Boston Red Sox. That will be coming out later this week. One of the most talkative guys out there. We've seen him mic'd up. He was hollering at the fans in the Bronx a couple of weeks ago. So it's going to be some good stuff. So there you I like, go. I love that, man. You're, you're killing it on the Chris Rose rotation. We're trying, dude. We're, try, we're all trying to make a difference. And once again, we want to thank everybody who continues to consume the product here at John Boy Media. It is our goal. I tell you this all the time, and it's no bullshit. It is our goal to be the number one destination for the baseball fan out there. We just want to provide the content that you guys want. If you want to hear something different, something new, you got an idea that we can take it and run with it, we're, we're like chameleons out here. We want to adapt. So thank you for everything that you, you consume, uh, and we, we greatly appreciate it. Guess what? What? We did it. We're the number one destination for baseball fans already, baby. Let's go. I love it. Let's, let's <laughs> we'll just keep getting one. better, though. We'll keep getting better. That's it. That's it. Uh, I appreciate everybody for j joining us a little bit early. I know Jake sucks. That's the hat that, that Ploof is wearing today. I'm going hatless. I actually did my hair. Your hair looks really good. And beautiful family. You posted a picture of your family. It's a rental. They're rentals. Incredible. How, how did you manage that? Good for you. Well, you saw mom. Mom's a smoke show. She's, she's she is the best. a smoke show. I wasn't going to say it. You said it. Smoke yeah. show, Chris. Way to go. Hey, listen, dude. It's, uh, and she's even nicer than she is pretty, and that's saying something. God so. bless her. I'm not even so sure the kids are mine, though. They're 6'4 oh, and 6'1. So um, we're having the DNA swab. It should be done by Wednesday. I'll keep everybody posted. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Enjoy your baseball.